Well, Terry and Pat Ryan made a surprise invasion of the Captain Blaze buildings, which were controlled by the Dragon Lady and her men. They descended by rope from a cliff high overhead, and then by quick work, quicker thinking, and a lot of two-fisted fighting, managed to take command of the place and send their enemies rushing away to safety. We'll take up our dance card adventure in just a moment. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Tomato Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. Well, kids, today is the big day. The day of the super special feature I promised you last night. Right after the show, you're going to have the thrill of a lifetime. We fix things up so Terry himself can talk direct to you. Now, they've got wonderful news. And you'll sure get a wallop out of the surprise they're going to tell you about. Not to mention the thrill of hearing direct from your friends way over there on the Burma Road. So keep your ears glued to the radio, boys and girls. The minute the show is over, the big news will break. And now, Terry and the Pirates. You see, Terry and Pat were not only able to rescue Burma and April, but they captured the Dragon Lady, too. One by one, these women were hauled by a stout rope up along the mountain wall to the cliff by the brawny, powerful Captain Blaze. Well, these mysterious midnight disappearances frightened the Dragon Lady's men. They found themselves without a leader. They were bewildered. Terry and Pat, taking advantage of this confusion and using the Terry scope to great advantage, finally scared the men away from the building. Then Terry rigged up a searchlight and flashed a Morse code message up the cliff. As if in answer to the message, someone started to slide down the rope. And our friends were amazed to see it was... Burma. It's Burma, Pat. Come on down, beautiful. It's time we had company. Say, that takes nerve to slide down that rope from way up there on the cliff. Believe me, I know. I was nervous as a cat when I came down. Don't so much down there. Grab the end of that rope. I'm swinging uphill like a feather in a windstorm. Okay. You haven't much farther to slide. Take it easy and wash your hands so they don't get skinned. Lucky for me, I got this riding outfit, huh? Talk about jitters. I'm gone. Hello, girl. <sighs> so help me. If I ever do a crazy thing like that again, I, I hope they lock me up and have my head in. And you're a brave little lady. Oh, never mind the brave little lady talk. Let me sit down. Oh. Well, when we got your flag signal, we'll be okay and all. You had no way to signal back. We tried yelling, but it didn't help. We didn't hear you. So the quickest way to let you know we understood was to send somebody down the rope, and I elected myself. Well, all you had to do was haul the rope up, write a message, pin it to the end of the rope, and let the rope down. We get the message. A fine time to tell me. Well, I just thought of it this minute. Anyway, we're glad you're here, Burma. Uh, what's the news? Well, the folks up there are going to start down the mountain path as soon as it gets light enough to see. But they'll have to release both the dragon lady and that guard. Uh-oh. That's not so good. Why do they have to release well, the mountain path too narrow? Well, that's what Captain Blaze said. You can't carry anybody along. Yeah. Well, the dragon lady's as tricky as a jigsaw puzzle. If she gets half a chance to escape, she'll do it. Well, all they can do is watch her carefully and, and the other prisoner, the man... Well, Captain Blaze will find some way to keep an eye on her. We'll just have to wait here until they arrive. As the smudge of night is slowly rubbed away by the dawn, we join Captain Blaze and his daughter, Cherry, April Kane, and their prisoners, the Dragon Lady and one of her men. They are making their way carefully along the shelf-like edge of the mountain wall. You making out all right, young lady? 
Well, right enough. But I wish those seagulls wouldn't fly so close to me. There may seagulls, miss. Them's mountain crows. Well, they're awful mad. Maybe they think we want to steal their eggs. We're mighty close to their nest. When we're climbing along here, we're pretty high up. One false step and you'd be a goner. Dear me, I'm afraid to look down. It's the longest fall I ever didn't want to make. If I did, wouldn't it? If you're afraid of dizziness, don't look down. How's the folks behind you? They still there? I can't see unless I turn, and I can't turn. It's too narrow along here. Yeah, they're still with us. You all right, Jasmine Lady? I shall manage very nicely. Captain Grace can't turn around on this path. He's too fast. Is the other man all right? Yes. Keep moving, Miss Kane. I am. And what about Cherry Blaze? Is she back there? I presume so. I'm not interested. Don't talk to her, April. She don't make good conversation. How much farther do we crawl along like this? The trail's getting wider just up ahead. In another ten minutes, we can tie up our prisoners again and hurry on down to the diggings and meet Harry and Patrick. Now listen to me, April King. I'm right behind you. And it's almost a thousand feet down to the rocks below. One little slip and over you go. Will you take your hand off my arm? Keep your down. And listen to me. Listen. What do you want? Listen to me. I stand behind you. Do you feel this against your shoulder? Well, I... It is the point of a gun. And I am going to use it unless you do exactly as I say. You, you wouldn't dare to... Shooting will not be necessary. You can slip off this path very easily. Now pay attention. What do you want? Captain Blaze is walking ahead of you on this path. I am going to change places with you now. You will halt and lean against the wall. I will swing around you. Understand? Yes, I... Yes. Remember, I shall have to lean out beyond the edge of the path. I am risking my life to change places with you, but if I will fall, Miss Kane, you shall fall with me. Now then, flatten yourself against the wall quickly. Good. Now, I'll grasp your shoulders and swing out and around you. There. This is better. Now, bear in mind, I want no outcry or warning. If you speak out of turn, I shall shoot both you and the captain. All right. Then let us proceed. Well, Abel Miguel, in just a minute we'll be where we can see each other as we walk. I hate this walking in single file, so I do. But you can't turn around and talk to the fellow behind you. How are you making out back there, Miss Keene? <laughs> you know, it don't pay to talk too loud. They say the vibrations of a person's voice sometimes start the landslide, and we don't want that. How do we? No, Captain Blaze, we don't want that. <laughs> yes, I am behind you now, not Miss Kane. And do you feel this gun in your fat back? <laughs> How did you? Uh, uh, what is that April gun? I have changed places with her. Don't worry and keep moving, my fat friend. <laughs> yes, Miss is behind me. And a very frightened little woman she is, too. Uh, what's the idea? What's going to be true? That I cannot afford to be taken prisoner. That is all. 
So, my dear captain, we shall take leave of each other in just a few moments. Uh, uh, what do you mean? My life is rather valuable to me, captain. And in this awkward position, I mean to protect... Uh, well, uh, don't shoot. It, it, it ain't the nice thing to do. Even the dragon lady has a sense of what's fair, so she has. I won't shoot you if you behave. Nor will I shove you off this path to the rocks below. But... When we reach safer ground, you must make no effort to interfere with my escape. Okay, okay. It's a deal, so it is. I am not so interested in other things that I can't look after my own hide. You will permit me and my man to descend the mountain trail ahead of your party. You and your daughter and Miss Kane will remain in one spot until the sun reaches mid-heaven. You mean we've got to stay here, here for nigh on three hours? Until the sun is directly overhead. I have spoken. <laughs> And where are you and uh, your man going, milady? That is no concern of yours. Now then, just up ahead the path starts down through the forest. You and your party will remain there until... Well, let's get an eye out for Blaze and the others. They should be coming around the mountain by this time. Now, what time is it, Pat? I'm going to watch it stop. It looks at the sun, I'd say it was... Almost noon. Why, they haven't arrived yet. Suppose anything's happened? Well, such as what? Well, the wagon lady's men have been scared away from here. Maybe they took to the hills and maybe they waylaid Blaze and the others and treated the wagon lady. A very pleasant thought, Terry. Well, it could happen, couldn't it? No, Terry boy, not this time. Hey, look over there. Where? Oh, yeah, look, Pat, here they come. Isn't that Captain Blaze coming to find those rocks and trees? Sure is. Bring his wife. Hiya! Oh! Yeah, I mean, it's cheery in April. What a say. Yeah. Where's the dragon lady and the man? That, that fellow yeah, was... It looks like that party isn't complete, Pat. She's not with him. Maybe she fell over the cliff or something. No such luck. Well, Terry, let's sit tight and hear their story. And believe me, it had better be good. I think we'll use the telescope to catch the dragon lady and save April and Burma and... Oh, golly. Now what are we going to do? Well, Terry needn't be too downhearted. At least the periscope served its purpose. And tomorrow we'll discover new uses for this clever instrument. All right, boys and girls, get ready. Terry Lee is going to speak to you. All set, Terry. Fire away. Oh, everybody. Collie, but I'm glad to have this chance to talk to you because I sure have great news. You know that periscope that Captain Blaze and I made? The thing that lets us see over the tops of rocks and around corners without anybody seeing us? Gosh, I don't know where Berman and April all of us would be if it weren't for that periscope. Well, now, just listen to this. You can get a periscope like mine for your very own. Yes, sir, every single one of you can have a periscope. Isn't that swell? Your periscope will do wonderful things like mine does. It's actually a periscope, you know. You can see around corners and way up over your head, and you can see what's going on behind you, too. Honest, you can stay out of sight yourself and still know what's going on when you have a periscope. Well, I guess you remember all the periscope has meant to us, how it saved Pat's life and helped us find April and everything. Oh, but look, and here's Pat. He wants to talk to you, too. I'll say I want to talk to you, boys and girls. I want to tell you this chance to get a periscope is a chance of a lifetime. And I sure hope every one of you will take advantage of it. You'll have worlds of fun and excitement with your periscope. You know, it not only does all the things Terry was telling you about, but it shows you how to use the Morse code, too. Remember how we used it to signal the folks up in the mountain? And another thing you want to think of. Your periscope will be brand new. Swell looking. 
as well as mighty handy to have around, so send for yours in a hurry. The folks over there will give you the dope on just how to get it. Cheerio. Thank you, Terry and Pat. Thanks a lot. Say, kids, isn't it marvelous to think you can actually have a Terry scope just like Terry's for your very own, and you can get it so easily? All you do is take a label from a can of Libby's swell-tasting tomato juice and one from Libby's pineapple juice and print your full name and address on the back of one. Then put the labels in an envelope along with 10 cents and mail to Terry, care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. You got that address? Terry, care of Libby's, spelled L-I-B-B-Y-S, in Chicago. You know, that Terry scope is really even more exciting than Terry told you, because it not only lets you actually see around corners and in back of you, but it also gives you a secret Chinese code. And it's got a treasure hunt panel with a swell game, and also a trick you can play with a picture of Big Soup. Well, all in all, kids, this Terry scope has eight extra special features. Now, remember, you send just two Libby's labels and a dime. One label from Libby's tomato juice, one from Libby's pineapple juice. Mail them with your full name and address and ten cents to Terry, care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. Then the Terry scope is yours. Now join us for tomorrow's transcribed adventure because some new exciting things are due to happen to our friends now that they are again in command of Captain Blaze's headquarters.